This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido Fresno, and with me is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor of Aikido Fresno, and Maya Solana McDaniel, shodan and student at Aikido Fresno. All and right. also, it's a instructor, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and also, a good instructor, I guess. <laughs> you are instructing all the time. Yep. So, yeah. We all, I feel like, uh, you know, there's the official instructors, mm-hmm. like the titled instructors, senseis, whatnot. Uh, and then, but I feel like everyone in our school, at a certain point, becomes Yeah. An I mean, instructor. It's, it's kind of the focus. If you look at the syllabus, it's so. built that way. Um, and it's interesting to watch because it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome to watch like the white belt sort of be taken under in by the sort of next level and by all the way up. So, yeah. Yeah. I like that. It's good. And yeah. So we're all, we're all instructors. Yeah. We're all instructors. Um, okay. So this week. My, I had an idea. I don't know. I was struck yesterday. By inspiration. I was. I was inspired yesterday by all of what... We had a, a, a very good series of classes, I felt like. Um, and one of them, we had uh, our younger student, our, our young one of the youngest students. Um, and it was just him. And so we had a great time uh, in the class. And, and, you know, at the end, we were doing some kind of question things and you know, uh, testing his, uh, vocabulary, uh, of things around the dojo, etc. He's what, six? Yeah. Six. Yeah. Um, and, uh, just like he was so excited about the whole thing, you know? And, uh, when we got done and bowed out, I was just like, man, that's what it's all about. Like the joy that he has for what he's doing right now, um, is like, that's what we should all be striving for. That's Hell how I yeah. felt when I was like getting off the mat because uh, he's just, he was just so, yeah. Um, and then, you know, and then we had our other class, we had a test and the test was really good. Um, and the student just really like the progression that he's shown over the last however long was really awesome. And it just struck me that like, there's something about like enjoyment of Aikido or like, I don't know, the the joy of it that we don't necessarily talk about very often. We don't personally talk about very often. And, uh, you know, we always kind of, and now I mean we as in the general community, get caught up in like the does it work? What's it for? And really like, we just need to have some joy. Yeah, a little joy. So I I thought maybe we could talk about... You know, maybe we could talk about what brings us joy in Ikea or whatever, or just the importance of like, Hey, we're having a good time. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think for me, like, so I think when we become adults, I think I was talking with Chris about this the other day, that we feel like we have to be adult-ish, like more, (laughs) like, like, you know, everyone's telling us like, you know, especially, you know, like young people that are becoming adults mm-hmm. we get messages this a lot that like it's it's time to become an adult it's time to take on responsibility and that's like really important for somebody who's about to maybe move away from home and become you know their own person and be in charge of their own life and like but i think we we 
we start to like really internalize that, which is like what we're supposed to do. But also like we lose sight of like the joy of life a little bit. And like, I don't know, to me, like, I think, I don't know, there's like this weird thing that happens, especially as we, you know, become like full adults that like, it's weird. Like it's unusual for an adult to play like with children beyond Mm -hmm. feeling obligated. Like you see this a lot. Like I feel like, where people go like, oh, good job, you know, you're playing dollies with your kid or, you know, like there's like the adult playing with kid kind mm-hmm. of playing where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, a you parent want to be there. But right. A parent you- gets roped into, you know, a game of tag or a game, you know, and they're doing like the least, like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. there's doing the most and then there's doing the least. And like, I feel like there's like this like stereotype of like the adult who's like, doesn't really would rather be you know having a beer and hanging out with their adult friends but they got roped into the kids game in the backyard or whatever and i feel like there's that and then there's like actually enjoying playing and i feel like a lot of adults kind of look weirdly upon other Mm -hmm. adults who have actual fun like Mm -hmm. playing games with kids and like i think that's such a shame because like kids are so good at just doing what they want to do and like just you know, not being worried about being like judged or, you know, worrying about what other people think of them. And like, it's such a fun way to be, you know, Mm -hmm. that really brings a lot of like joy to life. And I feel like adults are too worried about what other people think. Well, I think this is like also a thing of just for adults, there isn't a lot of opportunity for um, play, but also like artistic expression or like any kind of like that kind of stuff and i always like appreciate um i remember i had some friends who played uh like competitive baseball uh hardball or whatever Uh um and which i thought was the coolest thing in the world because it's like how that how did that doesn't normally happen you know for like most people it's like if you play sports for example and you're not a college star like you're not nc2a like once you're out of college, you're done. Like you will never, after high school, you never play sports again. Mm-hmm. So the opportunity for an adult to like re, like to have an, uh, to go out and play sports again, is awesome, you know, on whatever level. But I find it interesting, like on a competitive level, because a lot of times, you know, even like intramural stuff can be a little whatever. But, um, and so you're seeing this a little bit now, like uh in fresno for example they have like fresno social sports or whatever where they play like kickball and pickleball and Mm -hmm. whatever weird so i do think it's like something that people maybe are are paying a little more attention to um but for the most part i think like if you have a hobby uh it's like implied that the hobby's for fun but it's also kind of implied that like there is that you're serious about about it it. yeah Mm -hmm. um that there has to be some you know so if i'm doing a martial art it's like yeah it's my hobby but i'm also in the, I'm, it's a serious intellectual pursuit i'm i'm there yeah. to learn to kick butt or whatever there's always something else behind it you know mm-hmm. my it's funny you mentioned that um <clears throat> my dad played um uh, baseball growing up hardball and I remember, you know, this is not at all a dig on him but see he's a similar kind of person that to me um and he took it very seriously. I remember him coming home from games going like, fuck, I struck out. He was angry, like pissed, <laughs> you know? And like we would go to his games and like you could tell that it was really like 
serious to like a big deal. Um, and like it, while you, if you asked him, he'd be like, oh yeah, I enjoy playing baseball, but like, it didn't look uh-huh. Uh-huh. like there's a difference between <laughs> enjoying something and looking joyous. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not saying that everything has to be joyous because I think one of the things that's great about being an adult is that there's ways to enjoy like difficulty and challenge mm-hmm. and learning. Right. You can enjoy things that are horrible. Right. Be like, um, I but go it, hiking. <laughs> How is that? You know? Right. But at the same time, I feel like a- adults lean so far into that side that they like we don't have a tendency to actually be joyous in Mm -hmm. stuff and like i think that's like you know we all do it and i do it and when i do find moments of like actual like like laughing as i'm doing something is like so much more like fulfilling Mm -hmm. or so much more like it like feeds your i don't know gives you those endorphins and like it's amazing and i go like yeah i should do this more often where i'm like (laughs) actually like giggling as i'm doing something but seems more rare as an adult and i think we we, we just want to like intellectualize stuff so so much i mean as as example by this podcast right yeah it's funny though i feel like for uh for our school you know you're talking about kids playing uh with uh adults playing with kids and i feel like uh we do that a lot like as part yeah. of our classes and i feel like we all actually do have fun with it that it's not like yeah. You know, just whatever that we're actually like, yeah, no, this is we're teaching the kids something, I guess. But we're also like, yeah, I kind of want to play this game. And sometimes we don't get to and it's like, oh, well, I'm kind of sad. <laughs> I don't get to play this game. It's <laughs> true. Sometimes they play games that don't involve us. And I'm like on the side, like, how can I get us to us adults to play this kid's game? Because it looks like so much fun. What's it like? So I'm interested, Chris. Like, so you came into wanting to do Aikido, like with a very specific uh like idea right like when you started like mm-hmm. at what point like did you get the joy part of it what do you mean you know like at what point uh, did you was there a point where you realized like oh my god this is like fulfilling in a way in a way beyond what i am look what i originally set out to get from it does that make sense no, <laughs> um, no, like, I mean, I, 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 I mean, I, I, I get what you guys are saying. I get what you guys are saying. Um, but I, I just kind of, kind of have joy in all of my life. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I mean, Chris, I don't know. Chris like, is a very joyous person. Um, well, that, right, right, right. So it's like, I'm, I'm doing this thing I like. So of course it's a joyful thing. Cause you so, wouldn't be doing it if you yeah, didn't. I wouldn't yeah. be doing it if it wasn't joyful. Um. But but I don't know. I also find joy in the seriousness too. Like I, yeah. I don't find those two are juxtaposed mm-hmm. to each other really. Mm-hmm. Like uh, uh, I I'm having a good time getting very serious about things too. So I don't know. Um, I mean I know what you mean by because I was in the class the other day and and, and uh, the kid was just having fun with everything he was doing, you know. And and I totally get that. And and I mean I don't know. I feel like. I feel like I live my life very similar to that. I mean, maybe not quite as clownish because I'm older, right, but, right. <laughs> um, but I mean, I feel like that most right. of the time, you know, like, I think I'm jealous of that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that for a lot of people, it's really hard to like, like live your life in that way. And Sorry. for most people, it's, 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 that's not something that's possible. To like li- like be 
to feel like enjoyment in most areas of their life. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like like when you have a hobby, like that's kind of where you funnel all of your enjoy, like all the different types of enjoyment. Cause I think what we're saying is like, there's enjoyment in like learning. There's enjoyment in like true difficulty. There's like the, the laughing, Mm -hmm. you know, bubbly enjoyment. There's like, you know, there's these different kinds. And like, if you don't have that stuff distributed throughout your life, then you kind of funnel it all into one thing. And sometimes Mm -hmm. you miss out on those different pieces. That makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. And I think for you, it's like, does it, that question doesn't even make sense because you're just like, you find ways throughout your whole life to, yeah. <laughs> to like integrate that in. Um, it's interesting because I probably, now that I'm thinking about it, feel the same way. But, you know, I, and I asked you the question specifically because, you know, when I started, like I had no uh, intent on like becoming a martial artist or even doing Aikido, like whatever, when I started, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but there was something about it that like hooked me instantly. And it was something, and it was be, and it was beyond the thing that I was supposed to be learning. Mm-hmm, Does that make mm-hmm, sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There wasn't anything I could even put my hand on and go like, uh, you know, this is why I like it because I'm learning to whatever. But something about whether it was the people there or the way that the classes were instructed or the thing that was whatever it was really filled me like with this thing where it was like, well, I have to I have to go back. Mm-hmm. And so within, you know, a very short time, it was like I was going once a week to going twice a week to, you know, oh, I need to rearrange my schedule of other things so I can do this thing more Um because there's something about it that um, really, like, hits me. And so I was just wondering, like, if you had an experience like that where it was like, yeah, I, I'm, I was going there because I wanted to learn this martial art. But at some point it became like, oh, no, this thing is a bigger part of the my universe than, yeah, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I just, I think I really liked martial arts for a long time and, and that gave me joy and, and sure, thus yeah. I wanted to study them more. And yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I just, I really can't fathom doing anything that I didn't enjoy. Like, <laughs> I mean, I do things that I don't enjoy, right, but, right. but it's really generally in service of a uh, thing I, mean, I enjoy. Yeah. And so like, it's like, yes, I do things I don't like, but, uh, but uh, I'm doing that only because, and like maybe, I think this is maybe kind of like what you guys were saying about like being an adult and what being an adult is about is like, as a kid, if you don't enjoy something, you just don't do it, period. Like, you know, you would sit in a pile of trash and eat candy (laughs) until your teeth rotted out because it's, you just, you only do things you enjoy. That's it. That's what being a kid is. Right. And someone has to sit you down and go, no, 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 you cannot eat trash. Right, right. And then as you become an adult, you, you start to realize like, well, no, I, I need to take care of my teeth and I need to eat a decent amount and I need to go to bed on time and I need to clean my house and like... These things pile up and like they just they keep piling these things. And so like as an adult, we often tend to just start focusing on all the stuff I have to do. And that's what's going to make my life good is if my house is clean and my food is right and my blah, 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 all these things. And we we forgot why we were doing it. Mm -hmm. Right. 
And so yeah. if I ever forget why I'm doing it, I stop doing it. <laughs> like, and that's how I am about stuff too. Like, you know, if it's like dieting pisses me off, I'm, well, I'm going to eat shit for a while, you right, know? And right, if right. eating shit for a while pisses me off, then I, you know, do yeah. whatever it is. Like, so I, I kind of chase my joy. So if it didn't have joy, I wouldn't do it. Right. Yeah. Know? I think there, that's a, you're a rare kind of person because I feel like for the most part, the kind of people that I run into are much more convinced by the grind. You know, right. convinced that like I have to work to do this, to pay my rent, to go over here to, you know what I mean? Everything is like, you know, steps of different things that I must do in order to live the right kind of life. Yeah. And I think that that leaves very little time for joy. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I mean, it's kind of like, I know that you've experienced this, but like, you know, being in a period of like unhappiness, you know, like a long-term period of unhappiness. And then you go and you hang out with some friends and then all of a sudden you're laughing and you're yeah. like, holy shit, I haven't laughed in a while. Yeah. Sure. I think for a lot of people, that's like <laughs> kind of a, like a common experience of like, I just, I haven't laughed in a while, you know? Right. I love that. If ever you really want to test, uh, this, uh, thing that people don't like to see other people happy uh find someone like that that you're really like joyous with and having a good time with and just like go to the grocery store and and just be mm -hmm. um and watch how people react to you and they don't like <laughs> they don't you know? for yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of unusual to see people like being happy They're out like, in what public are you doing why are you people so crazy yeah i met this friend about five years ago and she has the most like like ridiculous laugh like she really just lets it all out like and like you can hear it in like a crowded room you can hear her laugh it's like loud and like kind of high-pitched and a bit much honestly but I after I got used to it I feel like I was like shit I kind of want to laugh like her because <laughs> she seems like she really like is not laughing performative like she's really that's her laughing there's mm -hmm. no other put-ons about it and like it's so nice to get to do that and you kind of I think again this is like part of like being an adult doing what you're supposed to do is like you kind of hold back some of that stuff right and you know feeling feeling safe enough to do that is first of all but well, if you right. can like let yourself do that it is super rewarding and I think that for a lot of people being on the mat or being around you know like dojo buddies can be that safe mm -hmm. area yeah, for sure you know do you, but I also feel like, you know, in some ways you may, like, people might, like, like, limit themselves also from that because they see this as having to be, especially something like Aikido, where it, it is, it, it, it is, it is a serious martial art, right? Yeah. Like, uh, the, the, the trappings of it tend to be very right, right. ceremonial and, yeah, and procedural to, and... you know um and so like the truth is that the joy is built into it but if you don't see that how can you get like how can you get there like how can you bring the joy out of it if you maybe have forgotten or no one really explained like no no, no the joy is in 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 the thing you know. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what's hard when you're a young person. If you, if you've started something like any kind of hobby, but for me it was like you know, like doing something when you so far had been told to do it, or it's something that your parents take you to do, and, you, and then you're in high school and they go, oh, you should keep doing this or whatever. Transitioning into adulthood appreciation of something on your own is a really interesting. It's, I mean, I think it's this is what you're talking about is going like 
what do do I do I actually have any joy for this thing or is it am I doing it just because I it's the routine mm-hmm. you know and like having to sort that out for yourself is it can be a real challenge because you have to be okay with going maybe I just drop this thing maybe I just don't do it anymore because if it's just a routine that I'm repeating then like what is it serving well, and I think uh, both you and I have experienced this and I know Chris has too because there are a lot of things that Chris uh, got really into that he doesn't really do anymore but um of having something that like i bowled for years uh sometimes there were points where i was bowling like three four times a week competitively not for like whatever um and i haven't done it in like five years wow uh and i don't really miss it you know (laughs) um and same for you with singing right like Mm -hmm. i had done that for a long time and so i do think that there is something about like you know, there are some things that just come and go and, you know, joy is there and it's not or whatever. And you can kind of just let it let it go by the wayside. Um, but it's interesting to kind of like figure out what those are and, and why you're making those decisions. You know, It's interesting, like, uh, you know, when you're talking about joy. And like I said, I know I know what you're talking about because I saw it the other day um, because the kid's just happy. He's yeah, just, yeah. you know, just, he just, just pooping around, just having the best time ever. And, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, it's not that he wasn't serious at times. He was serious yeah, at times yeah, yeah, and focused did. on things. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and I think for me, like joy and passion are kind of like right next to mm-hmm, each other. Mm-hmm. And and I, I see most things more as passion than as joy. Mm-hmm. Like I really want to do it. I enjoy doing it. It gives me joy to do it. Um, but it's generally a passion that comes with it. Mm-hmm. So like like I know that there are hard things to do that come with it. Like it's not it's not sheer joy because right. I know that like like every time I take something on now, I'm very cognizant of what work's gonna go into right. it, you know? And like right, right. sometimes I have to take a breath and go like, okay, well that means I have to do all these things. And and if I wanna do it, I it don't even like I think about it, but then I still do it anyway. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. And so, like, it's funny. I was telling Maya the other day because we have a student. She just really clicked into Aikido in the last, oh, I don't know, maybe five months, six months. She clicked in and is into it now mm-hmm. and is coming to every class and um, is learning rapidly and really into it and flying through testing material and just doing really well. And I was telling Maya yesterday, I don't know why... It is. Why that is. It's, yeah. It, yeah. I, I don't know why it is for me and I don't know why it is for other people. You know, like yeah. it's just, yeah. how come that happened? Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting. Um, so we were talking about this the, the other day with one of our other students. So uh, Chris uh, has this MO where uh, if he meets people, acquaintances and friends and acquaintances um, that he thinks might be interested in Aikido, <laughs> he's just like, hey, come to class. Hey, come to class. Hey, come to class. Hey, come to class. That's what happened to me. And uh, it works. Um, it worked. And then so uh, we have a new student, same thing, uh, and was relaying the story. And I was like, hey, I know that story because that was me. Um, and I think there's something about that. Like you're talking about like you having a passion or you having that uh, joy always. Like I think that comes from the top down that it that it piles out like that. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I feel it in you then I'm more likely to get hooked into that as well. Right, you know? right, 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 right. And so I think that is, a, that is a very, you know, if you're training with someone who doesn't have a joy for it or, you know, it's a slog for them or whatever, 
it's going to be more difficult for you to find your spot in that as well right right because it's like well he's 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 not showing me what i need to be seeing you know right 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 it's almost like i don't know maybe i'm getting too intellectual with this but like there's like simple joy which is what the student we're talking about the little kid he's just like just he's just like he's got nothing to not be happy about so like he's just like bubbly and you know like that simple like joy like pure whatever we you know pure joy like and then there's like the joy of difficulty and like it's almost like um like joy despite of or yeah. you know in in spite of something mm-hmm. um not quite but like there's like um it's like a more complex joy and i think chris that's what you're constantly experiencing and describing and it sucks because i think there's so many people on the planet like adult people who they've lost that bubbly pure joy but they also haven't quite figured out that like difficulty can be joyous right, too. Right. Right. And they've been told they're supposed to do a bunch of difficult things in order to set their lives up and, you know, be successful. But they haven't fully embraced that difficulty can be joyous because they don't feel like they're choosing it. But at the same time, they've lost all the like bubbly, fun, you know, easy joy also. And yeah. so there's just like neither. Mm-hmm. And joyless, I feel like joyless. Well, I mean, I feel like soulless I, people <laughs> floating around the world. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's very hard to get that back, but it does require it like it requires you feeling like you have like a choice, right, you right. know, and some space, you know. And I feel like this reminded me the 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 new student that you mentioned is my friend and she's been really challenged by the um being a new beginner at something you know right. it's been a she's while she's accomplished in other things she's very things. accomplished and like a very you know like is a teacher in other things and so she it's been really challenging for her to have to be new again and i, I you know i hope that that like I, i'm excited to share the joy of difficulty with her right. and like i'm like i want her to get like how great it is to like suck at something and then see yourself slightly less and go like and feel that like joyousness that thing that you're talking about like i have experienced uh multiple times uh with aikido is aikido is the thing that kind of showed me Me that it, it is possible uh to do anything right that like um everything is just a skill essentially uh and you can learn it so if you want to you can do it if i want to learn spanish i I can learn spanish um at whatever age I am. If I want right. to learn to play the guitar, I can learn to play the guitar, no matter, right? And it's just a matter of, like, going through the process of it. Right, right. Yeah. And it's that process that can... And so, I think what you're saying, like, and and to me, that process brings a lot of joy. To be able to yeah. go, like, yeah. to see where I was, you know, uh, a year ago or two years ago when I started Duolingo or whatever... And now go like, ah, 700 days in and I can... Like, yeah, he's whatever. writing sonnets in Spanish. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, that's that's a really great feeling and can, bring, and can bring a lot of joy. I do think a lot of people get bogged down in the fact that, like, they're not... They don't instantly... You know, my dad, I hear this all the time, like... He doesn't think he can do things because he doesn't know how to do things. Right, like, right, 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 right. Hold on. <laughs> like, yeah, of course wild. you can do it. You don't know yeah. how. I feel like I've met so many people like that where it's like, think that yeah. like, I am the, like, whatever I know and do and be is what I am. And I can't change that state. And I, I felt like this for a long time, but I am so like, I just got a house and I've been very excited about getting house plants. And for such a long time, I was like, I don't have a green thumb. 
blah, blah, blah. Like I, I just don't have a green thumb. And now that I'm like getting these little house plants and like having mixed success with them, I go like, oh, it's literally just a skill that you, it's yeah. not like I have a green thumb or I don't have a green thumb. It's like work and sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't work out. And, and you can also to know about the types of plants that you have. Right, and, right, right, right. And I can, you know, I can almost kill a plant and then like bring it back from the brink of death and then, you know, it'd be okay, you know? And that's like really rewarding to go like, oh. I can get better at this thing. Yeah. I think that, you know, that talent thing, you know, like having a green thumb is a talent or whatever, you know, you're right. talented at dancing or singing or et cetera. There are things that you figure out, uh, you know, maybe kind of early in life, like, so whatever, like the building blocks for singing or dancing or whatever thing you're quote unquote talented at, you got at an early age. And so all things that are like that, that follow that same like logical skill set you can just pick up quickly, you know? So like, you know, if someone's introduced to music at an early age, they can just pick up any instrument sure. and people will say, oh, they're so talented. But it's like, no, they just get those building blocks early and you haven't right. got those building blocks. And I think most people limit themselves to only doing the things they're already good at. Right. And so it's like, I'm talented at drawing, but I'm not good at music, you know? Mm -hmm. And not realizing that it's like, you can build those new skill sets anytime yeah. you want. Yeah. And I wonder too, speaking of being young and getting the building blocks early, like going back to the kid that we're talking about who was just joyous and happy. Right. That's the time when you get the building blocks is when you're just like bubbly and passionate yeah. about life. Yeah. So like. It's just fun. Everything's fun. <laughs> so like that is what, like joy is what builds the building blocks that make you quote unquote talented later in life. And then we get stuck in the cycle of talent and think, oh, because that's I'm right. not talented, I can't get anything new. But it's like joy is what did that at the be right. like at the beginning but i think what happens is you confuse the the talent and the uh joyous feelings and you right. think that your talent is bringing you the joyous joy. feelings right. instead of realizing that you're just you just like the thing right. right and there's tons of like i think i'm kind of addicted honestly to sucking at things uh -huh. like I, I love yeah. to do shit i yeah. suck at the joy like, of difficulty yeah it's really great why you know? is it so hard and terrible yeah Our, and then you watch yourself get good and it's like oh i can yeah. get good at this too you know? our good friend student and friend of the podcast ted is one of these people that i just feel like he's the, the prime prime example of the joy of difficulty mm -hmm. because I feel like hearing because he's one of these people that like I hear another thing about his life and I'm like oh my god that's such an interesting thing like random fact of like about your life like you're such an interesting person you've done all these things and like they're all things that are like seem crazy or sucky or difficult and he's like fuck yeah let's do it right. you know what I mean right. and he's such a great person to grapple with because like despite getting choked and you know getting his you know skin maybe scratched or his ears like sat on or whatever like he's like having such an amazing time yeah and i'm like that's the kind of people that like yeah. you know i like that you want to share stuff with it's like the kind of guy you know like elbow to the face uh <laughs> eye bleeding and, and he's he'll cracking just be, up like, smiling and yep. be like all right let's go like <laughs> all right and that's like i think that's like such a, a great way to be because it's like then no matter you know if you're getting elbowed in the face for real it's still like well I've been elbowed in the face and it was fun that one time. Right. So how bad can it be? Right. What's the, like, is there a way to sort of, so uh, we've, I don't know if we talk about it on this podcast, but in the past of like the, the child, the child's mind or whatever in Japanese, I can't remember. The Shoshin. Word, Shoshin. Um, and, and that sort of being kind of this thing that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Like, 
how can you are there ways to kind of get to that place uh like in your training or to like kind of recapture that if you are feeling like mm, i'm a little stagnant i i you know how can i get back some of that like childlike wonder yeah you can totally do it um it, it's funny though because like so all these words are you know just whatever they are like uh because like you know shoshin's not exactly joy although i think there is a sh joy that's associated with shoshin like so shoshin's a beginner's mind like first mind like primal mind like and and, and like the idea of it is that it's um, open to anything that happens and 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 allows curiosity in whatever mm -hmm. happens and so like i i think there's inherently joy to humans in mm -hmm. that like in so that. Yeah. but but it doesn't exactly mean joy and so like you know if you find shoshin you might be able to find joy so if you can't find joy if you found shoshin maybe you could find joy from there yeah yeah and, and extrapolate yeah and shoshin you definitely can find like so all you have to do is look at something right so like there's a uh, I love that. just look at it's something. all you have to do it's really super fucking simple and it will work like a charm so like there's this thing that you do in in tea ceremony sometimes where you look at the cup right and like this was a i've been to one billion tea ceremonies in my life and um uh you look at the cup and when i when i first learned it i was like this is stupid it's like performative and weird so you stare at this uh -huh. cup you stare at a teacup you know and teacups uh, in japanese tea ceremony are all like different they're they're yeah. all handmade one-offs yeah. right so they're they're all unique and they have cracks and shit and chips and weird things like they're interesting anyway so uh i first i did that and i was like oh i'm performing the looking at the cup part right so i'm doing it and then i realized that the cup was pretty cool and like I just kind of started staring at it and like really getting into how the cup looked and like I could see how the guy had made the cup and like how it was painted and how it was worn in certain areas because it got used like that over and over and over. And I just kind of got into the cup and like it's stupid because it's a fucking cup, right? right? right. But but it, it brought Shoshin out in me and that's what it's supposed to yeah. do. Um, but it, it, because it, it's like it was it became neat it was a mundane thing that became really neat and it doesn't have to be a teacup you can be anything you could look at a table i look at all things in life like this all the time now because it's really neat like you look at a chair that you use every fucking day and then all of a sudden it becomes this neat thing with a life you know there's a crack here oh that's where fat aunt sally sat on at that time <laughs> oh that you know the wood's all worn off here oh someone repaired this part i didn't even know someone repaired this part like that's interesting that someone took the time to repair this part of the chair and like the more you do that with something, the more you'll get into it. And there's an inherent joy in the interest of whatever that is. Right. So so you can definitely find Shoshin. Like it's not a hard thing to find. You just look at shit. Um, and then I think you will find joy beside it. And then it's up to you to spread that to other stuff. I think like to give yourself some room to have joy, like you have to give yourself some mental and emotional space to have it. So it's really difficult. I mean, if you're like super stressed or feeling like, you know, in the context of Aikido, I'm preparing for a test or I have to be uh, really serious during class. Like it's, it can be more difficult, like not that you can't do it, but if you're searching for it, it can be more difficult if there's like these other expectations or other, um, you know, pressures on you. So I feel like maybe a way that you can do that um, is to like, create your own space to to find that joy and, and then you can expand it outward if you feel like that's working and so like to me like if you have good dojo buddies but maybe on the mat you're not allowed to 
converse or giggle or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. through, while you're practicing your forms, then, you know, take 10 minutes after class or meet up on a Sunday. And like, the other thing is like other people, if it's the right kind of people or, you know, people that you get along with, like they can make finding that so much easier, you know? Yeah. It's, I've noticed this thing where like, um, I'll watch like a comedy special by myself and I'll sit there and watch the comedy special and never laugh mm-hmm. if I'm by myself mm-hmm. or maybe go like, you know, like right, breathe, right, breathe right. in air quickly through right, my nose. Right. And that's what laughing is when I'm by myself. And right. like, if you ask me, hey, did you enjoy that comedy special? I'd be like, oh, yeah, that was great. It was really funny. Right. But like, we laugh better when we're in oh, the better, presence right, of yeah. other people. And so like doing, you know, something fun with other people is a lot easier. Right. And so like, just giving yourself like time to mess around right. like, like kids would, you know. Um, I feel like that that will open up space to have a good time. And it's interesting, like, you know, you're mentioning the tea ceremony and stuff. And, and I sort of said this at the beginning, but like, you know, and then actually you saying right now, other people, uh, the practice itself sort of has all this stuff built into it. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you can just get there. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can just, because if you want to, um, you can just pay attention to the cup, you know, and the cup could be Ikkyo or whatever. Sure, it is, sure, you know, sure. Yeah, yeah, right, right. You could just pay attention to, you know, your partner, whatever. Um, and there are people there that are going to help you along the way. You right, know, you right. you have people who also have a, a, a passion, a joy for this thing who are there with you. Mm-hmm. So really, it's like in some ways, you just have to like open yourself up to it. And and let it in, totally. As weird as that. I think like, that's a, I think that's a real like, infectious thing too. I think um, I think people like to be around people like yeah. that. You know. Yeah. For sure. What's our time look like? Are we? Well, we're thirty-seven minutes. That's here. a little. That's okay. uh, you know. We can chat more. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it, it always takes us like forty minutes to get to. Maya and Josh are both on their lunch break right now. It's a uh, yeah crazy crazy week that that we've had which once we switch to this new uh seasonal yeah we'll hopefully make schedule, life easier hopefully it'll make life easier for everyone yeah. so we don't either have to rush on lunch break or keep chris up till 11 o'clock at night that like, sounds good um, <laughs> going through and what an old man 11 o'clock at I night know, god 11, damn it well that's that's 11 o'clock at night doing doing work editing that's right and then you got you another you five compress. hours right right after that but well um thank you guys for like uh humoring me on this topic because yeah, i didn't yeah. know if it was gonna be but i really was just so struck by uh him and then just it was followed by a very good class and then it was followed by a very good test where i felt like everything like so just the whole night was like oh man really refreshing it was really awesome and at the yeah. end and i told chris i was like man we're doing <laughs> some really good work here you know yeah um and because that's how i feel like you know you i look at the the students that are coming out of it and and um you know i it's it's awesome yeah it brings me joy so i was like let's and a lot of times you know especially so we do this podcast but there's also many many hours not recorded where we're talking about this stuff And uh, it can get a little, like, downer sometimes just because of, you know, the, the of everything, you know? Like, 
what people think about it and how, you know, how, you know, this looks to these people and whatever. Um, and so like sometimes just talking about like, no, Hey, this is stupid fun all every day that we get there and we get to do it. Um, yeah. if it's not stupid fun, you should just fucking stop doing it. Honestly. I mean, it's no joke because it's like, if the martial arts aren't fun to you, don't do them because there's no reason to do them. You know, like all the self-defense, it's all bullshit. You're probably never going to be attacked. You're never, you know, probably never like, you know, maybe once in your life, you know, and, and boy, it sure would be great to have trained for 45 fucking years so I could handle this one situation when a 27 year old looked at me wrong. Like, damn, I'm glad I, I'm glad I spent my life doing that. So if you don't like it, don't do it. Like. Yeah. It's no sense in, you know, although I will say, and this is probably a different podcast, I feel like some people get, uh, devise some sort of joy out of, uh, like being terrible and, and, and feeling bad. Like, I think there's some people who like get a joy out of like, Ooh, this thing sucks. And let me tell you why it sucks and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I oh think, yeah. There's definitely people I think like there that. Are those people that really like to be miserable. Yeah. And they like to make you miserable. That <laughs> yeah, they love it. <laughs> I would recommend don't be around those people. So if you find those people, try to run away as quickly as possible. <laughs> Use Ikea yeah. and step aside. <laughs> That's right, step aside. <laughs> Meet those people, lead them away, and avoid. Yes, there you and go. And avoid. False steps. <laughs> All right. Um, well, so I don't know how many more of these we're gonna do. Probably uh, maybe a couple more weeks two, worth. And then, yeah. yeah, and we'll then we'll, start, we'll go seasonal. So seasonal. we'll we'll tell you guys what the absolute plan is um, before. But there will be a break. Yeah, there will be a break. I know that you're, everyone's gonna cry and be all upset for a, a a little bit. It'll be a couple weeks, I think, where people have to. There will be an adjustment to not hearing our voices. Don't be upset. But they can spaghetti. go back and listen to old ones. Yeah, I mean, honestly, there's so many. I you don't know. know. I I've listened to a few of recently uh-huh. and been like, I I barely remember fucking recording this. You know, <laughs> could have been someone else. Yeah. Could have been someone else. I guarantee else. Yeah. I won't remember any of. Like, I wouldn't remember hardly any of them. So, and no, there's like 240 of them or something. Now, there's a ridiculous. Yeah, number. so there's plenty, plenty to get people by. And I really <laughs> believe. So there are a few people, uh, and I feel like a lot of our patrons have been listening for a long time. But I think there's a lot of people who are still coming into this um, and maybe haven't been listening for a long time. So there's a lot of content that yeah. they can Oh, yeah. Jump yeah. On. Avoid the uh, first 20 episodes. Yeah, I mean. Probably 50. Yeah, probably 50. That's probably right. <laughs> there were some sound issues and some other things. And we like to go out to eat and have yeah. chocolate cake while we were. Honestly, so look, I know that annoys people. And, and, but I think that was really fucking was, fun. Was, I wish we right. did that again. Yeah, yeah. I, I really, yeah. I, I enjoy being at the restaurant. I enjoy doing the weird shit and like yeah. people looking at us weird. I think that's kind of fun. And, I enjoy like talking about the food with right. the people. Like if I had a podcast, it would be let's go out and eat podcast. Ooh. That's a podcast great... idea. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go out and eat. Yeah, let's let's make another thing another, to work yeah, on. Well, another thing to edit. <laughs> the the good thing about that is I bet you could get a lot of people to give you free food. That'd be yes. awesome. So I mean, if you're all right with the uh the implications of that. What are the implications? I don't know. That I would say I like it. Right, right. If I like it. There's probably some uh some ethical issues some people would have with uh taking free food for but I don't got any don't any, any, any ethical no. Okay. All right, let's. I paid for plenty of shit in my life. I know, right? I'm I'm totally not. okay getting free shit. <laughs> I play. I paid for a lot of crap that I didn't enjoy. That's so. right. I certainly have. 
Uh, let's thank our patrons. All right. Thank you so much to Danielle Pinzuti, Kwang Ding Tian, Jim Sullivan, William Glenn Hunt, Spain Abney, Logan Rokujoku Nage is a secret technique, Heinrichs, Adam Nicholson, Matt Whalen, the Dirt Wasp podcast, Atemi, Chris, the lightweight champion of heavy touching. Uh, <laughs> Atemi Chris. Sorry, Atemi Chris. <laughs> Jay, food, that is all. The Arkansas's Arkansas Kidney Hitch. You gotta tell us, you gotta give us the backstory. It must be a, like a Tulsa leg ride. Oh. It's a wrestling move. Yep. Yeah, the Arkansas remember, Kidney remember Hitch. That, yeah. so, that could be a sex position? A sex position? Oh, yeah, so this is the... This <laughs> That's is the, the game. You've got to figure out what it is. Uh, Yero, assistant to the regional manager, Madrona. I don't know. I don't want kidneys involved in that. Uh, your name can't contain special characters anymore. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brooke Ferragamo, Ben Nagewaza, take take 1d6 falling damage, Aldrich. I like that. Uh, Tommy Siv, Francis Cordone. Two things true at once. Fourth dawn achieved after 30 years. Still unable to apply Aikido in a live situation. Dave Dewberry, Ascension Center, Barrett Lippi, Sam Sulian, Okan Ayrton, Randy Stewart, Hillary Jones, Constantinos Andrew, Franz, sometimes I pay attention, Martinson, Brian Crowley, Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Christopher Aceto, Matt Mumford, and assistant to the assistant to the regional manager. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, I will miss uh, while we're yeah. off, and and it, I hope it, you know, it's going to kind of suck because when we're doing seasons, we'll record them without them being because, like, I like that, like within one episode, we already got some right. sex yeah, position yeah. or wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, There's always some new comment. I know. Yeah. I, I'm going to miss that for we'll, sure. We'll have to figure that out. We'll have to. We'll have to tell you, like, you guys got to send us a bunch of funny shit to say. Yeah, in advance. We'll we'll figure it out. We right. may have to be in contact with people in a different way. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we could release the um, episodes to the patrons before we release oh, the episodes to everyone else. Yeah, like yeah. a season's worth. There you go. Now, that's not a bad idea. All right. That would make being a patron finally, right. finally <laughs> worth finally it. Finally worthwhile. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, we'll figure it out, and we'll let you know next week. <laughs> on Aikido discuss. On Aikido discuss. <laughs> um, so, tip, tip of the of week. The... So, I was thinking about this earlier. Um, just fucking play one of the kids' games. Mm. Like this is what uh, Josh and Ted, Ted and I did. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> we watched the kids play Zatoichi, and then we were like, we want to play. So then we played it on Which an open is a mat night, blindfold game. Yeah, so basically with, uh, one person's in the box with a blindfold on and a sword, and the other person has to sneak into the like box. A, some sort of... Razor sharp sword. Yeah, the razor, <laughs> razor sharp, sharp sword. sword. No, uh, like a foam sword. <laughs> and another person has to sneak into the box and tag the person's back without getting hit by the sword. And the swordsman has three sh- three swings to uh, hit the other person. So it's very fun. And yeah. I feel like uh, it's... And we did the adult version. We did, Yeah. Which, which is, is the same. The <laughs> which is the same. It's uh the same, just a little more like. But it's like I felt like it, it. It actually, you know, had we like have if we played it like every week or something, we actually would get better at different oh, aspects sure. of yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know sneaking or dodging or Being you know listening. Hear, like yeah. there's all these different skills that you can get from it that are totally applicable and not at all like silly and childish. If that's what you want to put on it, so yeah. like applicable for when you're doing your Navy SEAL yeah. across stuff. the water. Right. But when I yeah. get uh, blindfolded or lose my sight. Yeah, right. yeah, you know, might blind me with a flash right. grenade, bro. Sand in my eyes. Yeah, 
Yep. Now yep. I gotta fight the four ninjas. Or how about like if your partner falls asleep and you have to sneak out of the bedroom without waking them up? Because <laughs> you're off to do a clandestine mission. Yeah, because you're okay. about to go. Yeah, right. get into your ninja yeah, suit. That's what I thought. And, yeah, you know, snipe somebody. Or yes, like, of course. I can't let my partner know that I am a assassin. Yeah. For hire on yeah. the. <laughs> On the dark web. And by assassin for hire, I mean I'm eating a cake, leftover cake in the kitchen right, at midnight. Right, right, right. That's what you're sneaking out to do. So, you know, just like if you have access to or if you know of any fun games, like just just like for to shake it up a little bit, play the silly game. And at first you're going to pl- feel really silly, but like one, it's fun and you'll find yourself laughing. And two, it probably will still teach you different skills that you need yeah. just in more of a fun way. I will say... uh do take note uh you are not a young person (laughs) right so you may think like "Ooh, let me race a young person you may fall down and hurt yourself josh is speaking from experience yeah so there it is all right folks 48 minutes 57 seconds that sounds good now it's now it's 49 minutes two seconds